0: I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum,
1: bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.
2: Chapter six: The journey from Platform Nine and Three Quarters.
1: Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly and I'm Alex, and, and, this, and this is Potter Watch. Watch. So we will be discussing Chapter Six: Journey from Platform Nine and Three Quarters, and the password from last week was. Dumbledore. Uh, yes. Yeah, so last time we, at, uh, the password was whoever was on the chocolate frog that Harry got, and as Alex said, it was Dumbledore. 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 So thanks for tuning in again.
0: So, what are your overall thoughts?
1: Um, I really like this chapter. I love that we get to meet so many characters, and in such like a nice way. It's not. It's very. Like, it makes sense, like, why you're meeting them. It's not like, oh, here's a character, here's a character. Yeah,
0: and, and it's... And you get to see... I like... You get to see characters that come back later and are, like, some of my favorite characters in, like, the... In a side view. Like, you see Neville with his toad in sort of, like, a passing way. And even though Lee isn't, like, a very big character in the overall series, he does come back a lot. And you get and to you see And you hear him. about
1: the whole... Sorry.
0: No, 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 that's fine.
1: I was gonna say, you hear the whole Weasley family... Even, we don't meet, like, Bill or Charlie, but we still know what they do. Like, it's mm-hmm. so great that we we get all this information on so many characters. Even, like, Dumbledore gets a mention, even though we have heard of him before. And I, I don't know if we want to skip this far, but the little glimpse we get of the Weasley
0: family is so spot on. Like, their, um, their, that whole interaction to introduce them with, um the twins like making fun of percy and molly telling jenny to like be quiet and just like that whole scene is just really well done
1: yeah i think so too um i do have a couple notes before we get to the weasleys (laughs) um our last bit of the dursleys till the very end of the book um i just think it's funny that Harry neglects to tell them that he needs to be in King's Cross until the day before. Like, why did he think that was a good idea? <laughs> I I don't know. It also... I'm surprised they even take him. Yeah. Even it, even though they were going to London, like, I, if I were them and I was mad like they were, I'd be like...
0: Find your own yeah. way, dude. Also... Dudley still has that fucking pigtail
1: so I would like be really mad at Harry right now yeah um and if he hadn't gone with the Dursleys do you think he would have just gotten like a taxi
0: or something I think I'm I like to assume that the night bus or someone would have come and picked him up
1: yeah who knows well anyway they took him Oh, but I think it's so cute how he, like, wakes up really early and, like, packs his trunk and everything. And it just made me think, like, I used to be... Well, I still am a huge nerd, but I used to not be able to sleep the night before school. So, I'd have my outfit picked out. And, like, everything was perfectly organized in my backpack. And I would irritate my sister, who I used to share a room with. Um, she moved out of the room we shared actually because I kept getting up early yeah or I would like not be able to fall asleep so I'd like try and keep her awake with me and she's like I'm trying to go to sleep like we have to be up early for school yeah
0: I was like that too anytime and I still am anytime there's like a big thing the next day like when my dad got me tickets to see Hamilton for graduation, and even the night before going to see it, like, I couldn't sleep. Like, I was so restless and up all night. And so I thought it was such a real thing for him to be like, "Uh, I'm antsy because my whole life is starting tomorrow, basically. My happy life.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also, when they get to platform, or when they get to King's Cross, I think it was really smart of Harry to, like, not give himself away to the guard like and, yeah and harry doesn't really know like the whole muggle secrecy thing yet like he's just learning so that was well, pretty smart of him
0: Hagrid does say a little bit about the muggle secrecy yeah. but yeah you're right he, he's not like um i'm looking for the train to hogwarts that yeah. magic school i also love this quick uh, quick little that he names hedwig after uh someone he finds in history of magic yeah which is really the only
1: time he probably read that textbook <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly but um i think that's really sweet and i forget that sometimes oh also about platform nine and three quarters in uh i have added this to another dumbledore neglect i've added another point because they don't tell muggle borns anything and i think they give to be fair, Muggle-borns more information than they gave Harry, yeah. but
1: why would you not tell him that you have to go through the wall? I don't know if that's Dumbledore's fault. I feel like Hagrid probably should have mentioned that. But either, okay, either way, they know how Harry is being treated.
0: They should have, like you said, sent somebody to get him. Yeah. Like, they, the, they were stopping the letters. It just seems so, like, he should not have had to figure this out. This is There should have been
1: clear instructions. Yeah, I think I think you're right that there's some oversight there on somebody's part.
2: Um,
1: but I do wonder, like, for Muggleborns, because I think someone actually comes to like the house and explains it to the family, mm-hmm. um, like Dumbledore did for Tom Riddle. But because Harry's not really a Muggleborn, I guess they didn't do what they would normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that's really interesting. Like, how do they? Go to the platform for the first time and like can Hermione's parents like get on the platform? Which I think they, they do They can. I
0: think anybody who knows of wizardry can get through the Yeah. The barrier. Or if I feel like muggles aren't trying to. Maybe anybody who dares
1: go through it can. Right. I think you're right. Um one thing that's always bothered me is that Molly Weasley goes, Now what's the platform number? Like, obviously, she knows what it is, and I've argued now for her that she was just doing it so, like, Ginny could answer. Like, my mom would sometimes be like, now, what? What time is it? Like, she obviously knows, but, like, she knows that I want to tell the right answer. So I'm like, maybe that's what it was. But otherwise, it makes me really – I just get really annoyed about it because I think (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> they've only been going to Hogwarts how many years? How many kids do they have? They went to Hogwarts? Like, she knows the platform number. She know- She knows it. Um.
0: Also, Harry's like, where is Hogwarts? I didn't know. Like, why don't they tell these key information? Well, that actually is supposed to be a secret. secret. Yeah, but I just feel like my parents, I guess, well, the Dursleys don't care, but... If I were a muggle-born, my parents wouldn't let me go to this school. They didn't know where the location was. Like, I'm going to a completely different
1: part of the UK. I always wish that we got a proper, like, introduction to Hermione's parents, but we only see glimpses of them, and, like, Arthur Weasley's like, oh, there are the Grangers. Like, let me go talk to them. But we never actually get to talk, like, hear them or anything like that, and I think that would have been a cool little thing just to see their point of it but i guess that kind of takes you out of the world too much
0: yeah it also would we if we learn too much about them we'd have to have a better excuse for why hermione never spends any time yeah. with yeah which i feel like jk rowling just doesn't want us to ask yeah. like she's spending all of her free time with the weasleys and she never sees her parents
1: anyway so i know it's really sad and like she's their only daughter yeah <laughs> her only child. Like that's horrifying
0: you go to boarding school, and then when you're away from boarding school, you spend months at a time with the Weasleys.
1: Um, should we get into the Weasleys? Um, with, um, we've both pulled a quote from the twins. Do you yep, want me? let's do it.
2: Fred, you next, the plump woman said. I'm not Fred, I'm George. "'said the boy. "'Honestly, woman, "'you call yourself our mother. "'Can't you tell I'm George?' "'Sorry, George, dear. "'Only joking. "'I am Fred,' said the boy. "'And off he went. "'Can't stay long, mother,' he said. "'I'm up front. "'The prefects have got two compartments to themselves.' "'Oh, are you a prefect, Percy?' "'said one of the twins "'with an air of great surprise. "'You should have said something. "'We had no idea.' "'Hang on.' I think I remember him saying something about it, said the other twin, once or twice, a minute, all summer. Oh, shut up, said Percy the Prefect.
0: I love this bit. I think it's so funny. And I think, I love that J.K. Rowling is clearly on the side of the twins here. like, Or I guess it's Harry, because you're in Harry's point right. of view. Like, said Percy the Prefect. It's so cheeky. And it's rereading always makes me sad because from the very beginning the twins are always talked about together like the twins or one twin said the other twin said and there's not really for the rest of the books like there's not really separation in character like they don't have distinctive personalities away from each other and so that i always think about in the seventh one where obviously fred dies and i'm just like
1: I know. I I can't think about it. I try not to think about it too much while I'm reading because I just want to enjoy their banter and stuff and not think about how sad it's going to be because I love all of their interactions. And I like that they're the first ones that Harry meets, actually, like, before Mm -hmm. Ron. And I think that's important because Harry is friends with the twins, like, separate from Ron. Yeah. Like, he gets along with them better than, like, Ron does, which, you know, makes sense because... Yeah, brothers.
0: And and they give Harry the Marauders map and...
1: Yeah, well, that sucks for Ron. <laughs> yeah. Isn't is Ron mad about it? He's like... Yeah, he's like, I'm their brother. Yeah. But, um... And I just, I think it's a perfect introduction to them, having them, like, teasing their mother and, and, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: exactly. I just think it's, all of
1: it's a good glimpse of them and the Weasleys as a whole. The one introduction from the Weasleys that I don't like is Ginny's, um, because <laughs> she's supposed to be, like, ten, and they treat, they make her seem like a like a six-year-old or something that's, like, whining. And I don't think that Ginny would be like that. She's supposed to be, like, tough. You know, she's been with all these brothers and, like, really close to Fred and George. So, I think it's weird that she's, like, crying and stuff. When she's supposed to be ten, and I don't know what, what was going on there, but I, I don't like it. I
0: argue that... She's never lived in a house without siblings, and this will be her first year that it's just her in her home, like by herself, and everyone gets to go. So I feel like that's why she's at. I don't know about the crying, laughing combination. Like, they do make her seem younger than she is. But I can see why she would be upset about this year in particular.
1: I hadn't thought about that. That's a really good point, that she'll be by herself. Just with Molly, (laughs) who they've always shown her having, like, kind of a stressful relationship with her mom. Because Mm -hmm. she wants to be treated like one of the boys. But because she's the only girl, Molly, like... Yeah, things of her differently,
0: and I also think, and I was gonna bring this up later in my notes because, um, but I guess we can talk about it now. They don't have friends like in, until they go to Hogwarts. Like yeah. when Ron and Harry are meeting, um, or uh, becoming friends on this, uh, in this chapter, which is great. Um, I was thinking about it, and I was like, Ron's never really had a friend either that isn't a part of his family. So I'm also seeing Ginny being like, all of my friends, like, I don't have anyone to talk to for this full almost year of my life.
1: That is such a weird concept. I think that's just something that... JK Rowling didn't really spend time, like, fleshing out, which makes sense. But it also makes sense because they don't go to school. Like, when I was a
0: kid, I guess I made my friends from, like, I went to school, I did after-school theater, and church. Those were, like, the only three places I would find school. But they're not doing any, like, after-school programs, and they
1: don't go to school. I had friends, like, in the neighborhood that I didn't go to school with. That's true. They actually went to a different school. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Although... Imagine if, like, she had, because Ginny and Luna are really good friends. I know, they're besties, but
0: I don't, know, honestly, that's also a for, uh, a mishap on J.K. Rowling's part, because I don't believe that they never met the love goods, or they yeah. just didn't hang out with them when they lived a hill away, because it's like they have never met Luna before, Ron. But the Weasleys
1: obviously do know them because they got an invite to the wedding, so the the don't Weasleys must but know I, the love goods. Which wedding? Bill, Bill and Flirt, but I
0: think that's because Luna is such good friends with Ginny. Like, I think they meet them after Luna and Ginny become friends, but it's when we meet Luna in the fifth one, it doesn't seem like Ron has ever seen her before. No, I don't life. think
1: Ron has, but I do think maybe the parents know the yeah. other. Because, again, it's like a small community, and it, especially since Luna's mother passed away, like, they probably know who the love goods are, but they also know they're really quirky, even too quirky for the Weasleys, you yeah. know? Do you have any notes before we actually get on the train?
0: Um, just that when we went to Wizarding World um, this last time and first time going into the train and seeing the Hogwarts Express, I got very emotional, and I also got very emotional like reading it this time through because it's just it's so magical. The whole idea, like everybody, the kids and parents buzzing around, and that's what it feels like when you go to you, to it in Universal, because obviously there are parents with their kids,
1: Yeah, and it just, and we, like, so, the way the train works is you go from one part of the park to another, and you're actually going from Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade, so, like, in pretty similar, Um, and I, you actually sit in the compartments, and they look just like in the movie, so it was so cool to, like, really feel that same sense, and, like, even, like, the curtains and everything just looks the same. and Yeah. Uh, it was just really well done. And, and they have a little surprise for you in the compartment. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil, but... And you're actually right. Like, the train is actually, like, on tracks, like, going. So, it's not just, like, you're sitting there and it fe- it's, like, a simulation. It's, like, you're actually on the train. So, I just think it's so cool. And I love that they incorporated that into the wizarding world and, like, made it essentially a ride.
0: Um... Uh, Another little note I have, I have a big L O L next to when Fred and George meet Harry and they're like, Are you Harry Potter? And Harry's like, Oh him. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) That
1: line's so funny. (laughs) Oh him. Yeah, I mean if someone said that to me, I'm like, So you're not? Like you're you're lying. So you're not Harry Potter, are you or are you not Harry
0: Potter? Yeah. And I just love that he's so, like, he's so confused by his own fame. Like, it always trips him up. He's like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Sorry, I've lived in a cupboard my whole life. Um, I just have a note here. What a rat in reference to Scabbers. Um, I also have that note. We'll talk about him later. Um, So my next note is mainly me just being annoyed about Cursed Child again because we get our introduction to the Trolley Witch. (laughs) And I just hate how in Cursed Child they make her like this demon character who doesn't know her name and like, I don't know, it's like weird. I didn't
0: feel the same way. Like I think it's the Trolley Witch is like a funny part of Cursed Child. Like it wasn't one of my main issues with it. Surprisingly enough, I also think it would be really interesting to see on stage. I think there were a lot par- a lot of seat parts in that scene that I disagreed with. Like, I disagree with her, like, chasing the Weasley yeah. twins. I mean, not the Weasley twins, the Marauders, like, off the train. Like, they couldn't figure out how to escape the train, even though Albus and Scorpius figure it out, like, in two seconds. And I'm sitting here like, you mean the people who created the Marauders map, that amazing magical object who learned to be... Um, is Animagus. at 13 or whatever they learned they couldn't figure out how to go down a hole to be the tro- <laughs> to yeah.
1: escape the train it just seemed I, I just thought the whole thing was like corny and cheesy and i just don't like that in the harry potter world i i mean yes like the whole magic thing i guess it could be kind of corny but i i don't like it. i think it goes back to what you were saying in an earlier podcast
0: about how um, what's so great about the Harry Potter universe is even though it deals with magic, it's
1: based in reality. Yeah. And the Trolley Witch doesn't, it, it doesn't, that doesn't seem very real. I think Cursed Child in general, now that we're talking about the, I know we're going to talk about Cursed Child in its own episode, but I think it is because it's not as based in reality and and that might be because it's in a play format. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that more. Um, also just an- another Harry sweets count. I'll take the lot. <laughs> he doesn't say that. In the movie. Yeah,
0: uh, but that I was like, it. I was waiting for that line and I guess I had never realized that that was a line that he doesn't say in the book, but um,
1: I like it, so good job, screenwriters. But this is just another sweet Harry moment that we get.
2: Go on, have a pasty, said Harry, who had never had anything to share before or indeed anyone to share it with. It was a nice feeling sitting there with Ron, eating their way through all Harry's pasties, cakes and candies. The sandwiches lay forgotten.
1: Yeah, just so sweet. And like Alex was just saying, like Ron also hasn't really had any friends or, and Ron obviously doesn't have very much money. So like they just have this like moment where Harry's like, I've never had a friend before, but I have all this money. And Ron's like, I've never had so many sweets before or like a friend to like help me out. Like it's just, It's so sweet, and it's, like... It's so sweet, and I love that they find each other, and... It's, like, the perfect thing for 11-year-olds to bond over, like, sweets.
0: And candy, and and they become close so quickly, and I think that is so true to being that age. Like, now, that's not really, like, as adults, that's not really how we, like, do friendship. But I feel like when I was 11, that's, like, I was friends with... Or not even 11, when I went to college, I feel like... That those first couple friends that you meet, like, you're in this, like, new world, this new situation, you're nervous about it. And you bond instantly with whoever,
1: you know, you You can hold on to. And I just love that they're so fascinated with each other. Like, Harry just wants to learn everything about, like, magic and, like, wizard families. And Ron's just as interested with, like, how Harry grew up. And obviously Harry's famous, but that's not even really what they talk about that much. And it just like again
0: you get you said another nice harry moment and harry's so kind in these cu- first couple pages with ron like when ron is upset about the whole money thing and about not and having to wear old clothes harry's like oh i had to do the same thing and it makes ron feel instantly better he's like oh if harry potter had a Life like this, then like my life maybe isn't so bad. And later, yeah. And later with the whole, we'll talk about this later with Scabbers. Right. And he, Harry's like, I really do think his uh, whiskers seem a little bit yellower. And I was then, just
1: thinking that too.
0: I'm like, Harry, why
1: are you the sweetest? Um, another thing that I love that J.K. Rowling did, um, laying that groundwork. Um, when he reads, uh, Dumbledore's chocolate frog card out loud.
2: Albus Dumbledore, currently headmaster of Hogwarts. Considered by many the greatest wizard of modern times, Dumbledore is particularly famous for his defeat of the dark wizard Grindelwald in 1945, for the discovery of the twelve uses of dragon's blood, and his work on alchemy with his partner, Nicholas Flamel. Professor Dumbledore enjoys chamber music and ten-pin bowling.
1: Yeah, so you get, like, the quirkiness of Dumbledore with, like, ten-pin bowling, and also, obviously, the Nicholas Flamel thing that comes back in this book, but then you also get the Grindelwald stuff, which mm-hmm. doesn't pay off till the seventh book. Like, I just love that she included, it's really short, but she included so much that is really relevant to Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And I
0: also think, I, we say this every episode, but it goes back to that, the illusion of who... Dumbledore is like that pedestal that everybody's keeping him on like all of his orders of Merlin and such thing before we go too far we should talk about Ron and his jealousy oh yeah um there there's this great like long rant that Ron sort of goes on with Harry where he's like I'm never as gonna be as good as like Bill, Bill who was head boy and Charlie who was Quidditch cap um, Quidditch captain and Percy's a prefect and Fred and George are funny. funny
1: and Jenny's the only girl and then there's me who I have to be as good as them but like no one will care because they've already done it like
0: yeah exactly and I was like Ron this is so su- this issue with Ron comes back so much throughout the books and it's I love that it's our first glimpse of him like this is what we first learned yeah. and we have to sort of remember it later in gobbled a fire when he's upset about Harry being chosen you know we have to remember where all of
1: that and he kind of hate is coming from the worst friends because Hermione's like brilliant and Harry's famous so he again is like the bottom yeah bottom guy and uh I mean not like he picked bad friends but like he picked the wrong friends for what he wanted he wanted to be like at the top Mm -hmm. um But I think that when he does have the upper hand, like, with Neville and stuff, he's really kind. And we see that a lot in this book, where he, like, really helps Neville out Mm -hmm. and things like that. And, like, tries to get Neville to, like, stand up for himself. And I think in that way, that shows... Ron is, like, a really kind person, which I I think gets overlooked. Yeah,
0: I've always seen Ron as sort of, like, the heart of the group, which is weird because he, like...
1: Is so sassy. He's so
0: sassy, but in the way that he, like, is the glue that keeps that group together, like, he... I don't want to say comedic relief because I'm not meaning in the way that he's comedic in Cursed Child, but when things are really intense, Ron does have a way of easing that tension in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, expect because I feel like if Harry and Hermione, if it was just them, things would be all business all the time. And Harry does say that when Ron and Hermione are fighting in like a later book, he's like, When I'm with Hermione, all we're doing is studying, you know? Yeah, there's a lot. That's less why I laps. Don't ship harmony. That's why Ron and Hermione work because, yeah, she makes him smarter and he makes her loosen up.
1: Yeah. Um, Also, Ron. They talk about him having like an old wand. That's probably why he's like not great at magic because it's not his own wand, which seems like weird. Like that. That's like a thing that you can like use someone else's wand. Neville uses his dad's wand too, and I'm like, that's why Neville's also so bad. Like, it's not because he's mispronouncing leviosa. (laughs) It's because he's using a bad, like, not his wand. Like the wand chooses the wizard. (laughs) Also like that spell he uses to do on scabbers, like obviously not a real spell. <laughs> and like Ron should know that because he's grown up with wizards. He should know that like spells are like one, two, two stupid words. Fat rat, yo. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, another thing I
0: like is when Ron is talking about the chocolate frog cards he's talking about how he has morgana and how he's looking for merlin or something like that yeah. and what i Agrippa. what <laughs> what i find is interesting is these are like mythological people mm-hmm. and so there's like cersei, in, yeah, cersei like in this world <laughs> these mythological creatures pe- i mean creatures m- people are real yeah. which i which i always think is really interesting because she hints at greek mythology all the time uh, serious serious <laughs> or even the creatures like
1: yeah um centaurs
0: centaurs uh the hippogriffs uh, there are three-headed dog like there are tons of there's greek
1: mythology everywhere but with these she's like morgana merlin these people i, are I real. think the merlin thing is funny because he's like what we think of as like wizard and like mm-hmm. they say Mer- merlin's pants <laughs> merlin's beard <laughs> well uh, okay, merlin's, Hermione says yeah merlin's well. pants <laughs> Um, so I think that's neat that they include him because that's like from our, what, our world and mm-hmm. like, I, I think it, she does a nice job like fusing it together, but I do think it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. what you're saying. Um, should we talk about Hermione? Sure.
2: Are you sure that's a real spell? Said the girl. Well, it's not very good, is it? I've tried a few simple spells just for practice, and it's all work for me. Nobody in my family's magic at all. It was ever such a surprise when I got my letter, but I was ever so pleased, of course. I mean, it's the very best school of witchcraft there is, I've heard. I've learned all our course books by heart, of course. I just hope it will be enough. I'm Hermione Granger, by the way. Who are you?
0: Um, when I was a child, and still to this day, my note is I was obsessed with Hermione, I'm still obsessed with Hermione, um, yeah, when I was a kid, I was a tomboy, and I liked to sit in my room and read Harry Potter books, and even though I'm not as studious as Hermione, it was nice to get a character that I could connect with on that level.
1: Yeah, I really connected with Hermione because I was, like, like I said, a nerd. Like, I really liked school, mm-hmm. and I probably would have, like, read all of my books ahead of time. Like, I I really liked Hermione, still yeah like still do I think she's just such a great character and I just she has the most beautiful arc I think throughout the whole story yes. where she kind of loosens up in some ways but like remains like her same like true self and just um just gets better like there are very few times where I'm like oh Hermione's like in the wrong like there are a couple times where I, I think that she, she does things that I dislike but for the most part I think that She's, like, the, the compass for Harry a lot of times. Definitely. And I think the best
0: part about Hermione, like, even in this moment, like you were saying, she is 100% herself, and she knows who that person is from the young, this young of an age, and she's never really wavered from that. So even when she does do things that I'm like, oh, Hermione, get over it, yeah. it's things that she's like, no, this is who I am, and I'm going
1: to stay, yeah. stay to it. And I think we see both Harry and Ron struggle growing up. Yeah. And you see them, like, flounder with who they are and um, their relationships with each other and with other people where she's, like, more constant. I don't think it's uncharacteristic or I don't think it's, like, hard to believe that someone could be like that. Um, But Mm -hmm. I just think it's a beautiful way to um, kind of juxtapose the characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just love her coming in and being like, and we were so happy that I got into Hogwarts and stuff because I just wonder what she was thinking because she, like, we she is so strong in character. It doesn't seem like she was ever, like, afraid of her powers. She was like, no, I was just extraordinary and that's what it was. And then I got my letter to Hogwarts and that explained everything.
1: Yeah, I want to know what her, like, early manifestations of magic looked like. Yeah. like what did she do? and things like that um
0: did she like read
1: extra quickly like I want to know or maybe she- more like Lily where it's like with nature and yeah. like things like that um I don't know that's just really interesting to think about Hermione in that way yeah
0: and I love that her parents are, were accepting of it because it's like yeah I mean I guess she had to be we couldn't have like too many like abused children yeah. <laughs> going on in here but
1: I like that she did believe it, though, because we find later, like, Hermione's not very open-minded, but she did believe this, like, mm-hmm. I guess right away that she is magical, and that's probably because she did do things when she was younger that were unexplainable. Mm-hmm. But, uh...
0: Um, I, yeah, I feel like maybe she had, she was like,
1: I didn't just make that move. It must have, like, I feel like she did yeah. a lot
0: of second-guessing.
1: Um, so we get some sassy Harry back um, when <laughs> he meets Draco again. Um, are you there in your notes or did you have some other stuff?
0: Um, I love the Quidditch rant, like, Ron just tells Harry about, is talking about Quidditch in this rant form, but we don't know anything about Quidditch, so he's saying things like, and then there's, like, the ball, and then the hoop, and I'm sitting here like, oh, I see everything, I understand, because I know what Quidditch is, but if I didn't know what Quidditch is, this is a weird introduction to Quidditch, because he doesn't really tell
1: you anything about it. Yeah, but we get the explanation of Quidditch, like, a couple of times in the first book, because, like, Hagrid also kind of does, like, a, a short explanation, and then we hear this from Ron. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're and right. And then Wood finally explains it, and, like, Harry finally gets it, but I do think it's nice how she kind of does these, like, first ones, so we know what Quidditch is before. Yeah, so we've seen it a couple
0: times. It's like you were saying before, like, she does a good job of, like, when to give us a lot of
1: information. Now let's talk about my little shit. <laughs> Yeah, so Sassy Harry is back um, when Draco comes in.
2: Is it true, he said, they're saying all down the train that Harry Potter's in this compartment. So it's you, is it? Yes, said Harry. He was looking at the other boys. Both of them were thick-set and looked extremely mean. Standing on either side of the pale boy, they looked like bodyguards. Oh, this is Crab and this is Goyle said the pale boy carelessly, noticing where Harry was looking. And my name's Malfoy, Draco Malfoy. Ron gave a slight cough, which might have been hiding a snigger. Draco Malfoy looked at him. Think my name's funny, do you? No need to ask who you are. My father told me all the Weasleys have red hair, freckles, and more children than they can afford. He turned back to Harry. "'You'll soon find out some wizarding families are much better than others, Potter. "'You don't want to go making friends with the wrong sort. "'I can help you there.' "'He held out his hand to shake Harry's, but Harry didn't take it. "'I think I can tell who the wrong sort are for myself, thanks,' he said coolly. "'Draco Malfoy didn't go red, but a pink tinge appeared in his pale cheeks. "'I'd be careful if I were you, Potter.' he said slowly. Unless you're a bit politer, you'll go the same way as your parents. They didn't know what was good for them either. You hang around with riffraff like the Weasleys and that Hagrid, and it'll rub off on you.
0: Oh my god, Draco, you asshat, what are you doing? He's so mean. He's so mean and bitter and awful, but what I did notice listening to it this time... Is he sounds like a quote like he's quoting his father. Like when we meet the Weasleys in book two and see like, um, uh, Lucius versus Arthur. it's just like those, he sounds like his dad when he talks. Yeah. And he sounds like Snape a little bit too, which is
1: interesting. Uh, I just think he,
0: he's a walking, uh, puppet of his father.
1: Yeah, and he, like, sets up the whole thing. Yeah, about the Weasleys right there. He's, like, red hair, freckles. Like, that whole thing to Ron Mm -hmm. um, shows that animosity between the Malfoys and the Weasleys. Both, like, pure-blood families, Mm -hmm. but that um, they're very different. And, like, Harry obviously realizes that right away. Because earlier in this chapter, Harry says in his head about the Weasleys, that must have been one of the pure-blood families that boy was talking about but then he realizes seeing them together like they're nothing alike which setups which
0: the the setups which sets up the the way that this world functions really well i think jk Rowling does a good job of like showing us both the weasleys and the malfoys in quick
1: succession like this succession um and hermione bookends this whole interaction she's there right before this happens and right after and i think Yeah, That is probably on purpose because she's, like, muggle-born. And even though they don't talk about it, it's, like, that's what it comes down to is how they feel about people that are allegedly inferior to them. Right. Especially
0: when Hermione does – is, like, I can do magic – you did that spell, wrong. Like, you have Ron, who is from a pure-blood family, doing magic incorrectly, and Hermione being like, my spells all work. You yeah. know? It's just, it's a good uh, way to do that. Also, someone explained to me this surname thing. Is this because I'm not from, like, England? Why did he start...
1: <laughs> Malfoy's like, I'm Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. I think that is a British thing. Like, and they say surname, whereas we say last name.
0: And, like, the Potter,
1: like... Potter, Granger, Weasley. It's like why, I mean, I get And, like, professors use that, too. They say them by their last name, usually.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I was just like, who, who, what 11-year-old introduces themselves like that? I also thought it could be, though, because they're a wizarding family, so he can, like, he puts his last name first, because that's the thing he's most proud of. Like, I'm coming from this old wizarding
1: family. I was just gonna say that, I think that names mean a lot to Draco, so he puts a lot of emphasis on who, who you are and what your name is. And he wants people to know him as a Malfoy. So, like, that's really important to him. Yeah, I agree with you. Ugh. Um, He's the worst. The though. only good thing that Scabbers has ever done. I'm going to call him Scabbers because I don't want to think of him as petty group. Well,
0: I, this makes me mad because I'm sitting here and I'm reading this and I'm like, yay, good for you, Scabbers, but you're also, like, the... F- the living worse so i don't know what to do with this information can you have not done something right i just want to hate you out and out
1: that's my feelings about it (laughs) yeah that's all we're gonna say on him (laughs) um until the third book that is One thing that I don't understand the purpose of at all is this whole thing with Ron having dirt on his nose. Like, they bring it up more... She brings it up more than once, like... And I guess it's, like, kind of comparing, like, Molly and Hermione and, like, kind of maybe setting up their whole relationship from the get-go. Like, mothers
0: and... Yeah, mothers and... Like, you marry your mother. mother, It's weird. Stop getting all edible But I just don't
1: get the whole dirt thing. Like, why is that important to the story that we need to have it twice? Like, I don't get it. Is it just, like, comparing Hermione and Molly? Do you think? I think it – I don't think
0: it's comparing Molly and Hermione, but I think it sets up Hermione as sort of mothering Harry and Ron. That dynamic, I think, a little bit. Like, oh, my God – Please get that dirt off your nose. And like, like distress, get
1: dressed. I expect we'll be arriving. Right, soon.
0: exactly. It's just like Hermione works as their at Hogwarts mother. Your hands are very
1: cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was my last note, actually. Um, well, except for just I love the whole them on the boats, like seeing the castle for the first time. Mm-hmm. Because for all of them, they're all on the same page. It doesn't matter what family they're coming from. Yeah. They're all starting. And I, we'll talk about it next chapter. Um, just the, the excitement and eagerness of all of them, but like scared. And oh, it's just so cool. Um, like imagining they're those little 11 year olds. Like yeah. they, have, they know what's in store, but they have like no idea. At the because same they've time. never,
0: you're right, even the pure blood family, like they've never seen Hogwarts before, these kids. So, uh I love it. I just love this whole chapter. This is my last note is that it's filled with such friendship
1: and like, which is a huge theme for the whole in book. In the whole
0: book and it's beautiful. It, it I series. say it I say it hurts. Um it's so beautiful it hurts. Like it makes me really nostalgic. Um and I recently um my friend, she had never watched any of the movies, she never read any of the books and we recently did a movie night where we did four movies on saturday and four movies on sunday and she turned me at the end of the seventh one and she was seven part one that is and she was like you know this is one of my favorites and it happens to be one of my favorite movies too and i was like why and she said because since the first two movies we don't we haven't really just seen harry ron and hermione get to hang out together for a long period of time and she was like i just really loved seeing that dynamic come back And I just think it's interesting that someone who, like, isn't even really in this fandom or even read the books, just from this one large shove into it, she was like, yeah, this friendship is, like, a really strong theme that carries through.
1: Yeah, I, you've said it. (laughs) Sorry! (laughs) No, no, I just mean I have nothing to add. Like, you just said it so lovely. Okay, so next we will do our quiz. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Okay, so we're doing um, quotes again where we have to fill in the quote for the other person's. Um, and we each chose two uh, for the other person to figure out. Um, okay, this one's from early in the chapter. Um So, at the moment, a group of people passed just behind him, and he caught a few words of what they were saying. This is something, this is what he overhears Molly Weasley saying, just to put it in context. It's like a whole, it's like a line. Do you know, do you know what part I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what
0: you're talking about. I just don't know the line. If you get, it, like, kind of right, like, that's fine. See, now I'm thinking of the movie, and it's different,
1: but it, uh, uh. I think it's the same line from the movie
0: filled with muggles as usual um
1: that's it it was that's it, it well packed with muggles yes, of course. yes yes but i 10 points to gryffindor i think or 10 points to alex at least um i think that's close enough that was kind of hard because it wasn't just like fill in the blank
0: mm-hmm. mine is similar so okay. i'll give if you get close i'll um okay so molly says I forbid you to ask him, Fred. No, don't you dare. As though he needs reminding of that on his first day of school. What does Fred respond?
1: Oh, that's really hard. Okay, I'm trying to think. Okay, so I'll give you a hint that it's funny. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> um, I honestly have no idea. I can't. I, I can't hear it. Like I usually can hear like the audiobook, and I I don't know what it is you have to tell me all right keep your hair on man i'm so mad this is the first one i've like not known at all
0: yeah that one was a hard one
1: no that was good no i needed to be stumped i think i was (laughs) high on my horse all right um so i was gonna do the can you do the the spell the but i think that's too easy which spell Oh, Sunshine Daisies bought Mellow. Yeah, so I'm going to do this one instead, which I think um, is a little bit more interesting. Okay, so it's there are three blanks, Ooh. and it's Ron saying, You never get anything new either with Five Brothers. I've got blanks, old robes, blanks, old wand, and blanks, old rat. Okay, Percy's old rat. Yep. Um.
0: Charlie's old robes. Ooh, is that wrong? Bill's old robes—I can't remember. I'll tell you at the end. So it's, you just make okay, your guess. Okay. I think it's Charlie's old robes and Bill's old wand and I and Percy's old rat. I think I only got the last one right.
1: Yeah, it's Bill's old robes uh, and Charlie's old wand uh, and Percy's old rat. So close. <laughs> um. So I'm going to say you had to get them all. No, I. Okay. That's. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't get that one right. All right. So it's still 10 to zero.
0: Okay. Um, okay. Hermione says, you haven't been fighting, have you? You'll be in trouble before school even starts. And then. Blank. Said Ron. Gowling at her. Blank. Both, Ron says both things. I
1: think the second part is when he says, um, well, are you, are you going to leave? Like, we need to change. Yeah. That, that. Really good. That is the second part. And the first part is, like, we haven't been fighting Scabbers has.
0: Ten points to
1: Ravenclaw. All right. Woo. Redeemed myself. hmm it's
0: Scabbers has been fighting, not us, says Ron, scowling at her. Would you mind leaving while we
1: change? <laughs> so we each got ten. ten.
0: Um, my chapter title is
1: The Right Sort. Oh, that's really good. I could, I had a hard time coming up with one. I wanted to do something about like them being like friends. Yeah. Um I think we were like on the same page with that. That
0: was like the big takeaway from this chapter.
1: Like something about like the trio meeting for the first time. Maybe just trio. Like it's kind of simple. Mm-hmm. Not funny, but <laughs> <laughs> The Golden <Yeah>. Trio Begins. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I didn't come up with a very good one.
0: No, I like it. Trio.
1: <laughs> very ominous. Mm-hmm. Um, So, chapter champion? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. My chapter champion should be changed to chap- champi- chapter champions, because it's Fred and George.
1: Oh, love. I was going to do chapter champions as well. I was just thinking the whole Weasley family. I just mm-hmm. love the whole introduction to them, and that we get so much and, like, such little dialogue really and i just love the whole we get a whole picture of who they all are yeah um so yeah chapter champions the weasley family (laughs) yes um the reading rat i just want to give it to like the actual rat because it's our first introduction but since like the rat was like fine in this
0: (laughs) thanks for using the word fine (laughs) instead of like saving the day
1: yeah (laughs) no um I guess just give it to, like, Draco again, because he's such a shit. I gave it to Draco,
0: too, because he. I said in my notes, Draco again for being an abominable shit.
1: Yeah. But what he says to
0: Harry is, like, fucked up. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Nobody asked for that.
1: But also, like, honorary mention, like, the rat.
0: But yeah, we... Ugh. Ugh. That's how I, I feel also about Wormtail. I almost Lentail.
1: gave the champion to Hermione, because I love this introduction to her. But I think that I'll definitely end up giving it to her later. But I think we get more Hermione in the upcoming chapters. Yeah, definitely. Which that reminds me that next week we're going to combine chapters seven and eight. So Sorting Hat and Potions, the Potions Master, because they're wonder, both. Wonder
0: who's gonna my reading rats gonna be for Potions Master.
1: Or is it going to be your champion? Maybe it'll <laughs> be both. Um, we'll see. So for the password for next episode, we will do... Who is the first person to be sorted? Good one. Um, Difficult. Yeah. Um, so I hope you guys can tune in and get the password. Yeah. Um, so we have to do a little, um, um, something we keep forgetting to do is give points to the chapter. Um, so for this chapter, I think it's such a great, strong chapter. So many introductions, like I've said, um, introduces like the main, one of the main themes of the book too. Um, so I'm giving the chapter a hundred points to the Weasley family, my champions.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give 50 points to Fred and George for um being amazing. I'm going to give 100 points to Ron and Harry's friendship. <laughs>
2: and Just throw it out points,
0: points to Hermione for being lovely.
1: <laughs> so. For moral fiber.
0: <laughs> moral fi- moral fiber.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, so yeah, we do have to do a couple of plugs. Um we As of recording this, we're up and running on iTunes and SoundCloud and all of that fun stuff. You can find us. Um, The best way to go is to our Facebook page, which is just Facebook slash Podcast, and there you can find all of our social media links. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. Um, Yeah, and. Oh, and if you have thoughts, like if you want to weigh in about, like, if you disagreed with us or something, we do have an email, and it's, uh, okay, so our email is podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com.
0: And our Tumblr's the same thing. It's podcastpotterwatch.tumblr.com. Um, you can also obviously message us through any of our social media. If you're liking the podcast, or if you're not, please comment, um, on our itunes
1: account so more people
0: will listen
1: yeah we're trying to do something fun we really would love iTunes reviews so we want you to be honest so you don't have to give us a five-star review but if you do give us a five-star review and write something and you put your house whatever house that you are a part of then we are awarding 10 points to that house and we're gonna have a house competition um to see who has the most points and so as of right now um It's 10 points to Gryffindor, 20 points to Hufflepuff, 10 points to Ravenclaw, and no Slytherins yet. So get going, Slytherins. So make sure you review, um, and we'd just love to hear some feedback on the podcast.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you might have noticed uh, we have a separate house tournament going on between Molly and I. Um, We give points for when we get our little quiz questions and such correct, so look out for that too
1: so we'll do a who's the biggest fan for every book um we have to calculate where we are right now but we'll let you guys know next episode who's in the lead stay tuned for all this fun stuff yeah we'll be we update our facebook a lot and um and our twitter so we'll try and do like quizzes or like um surveys that kind of stuff online and try and keep that Mm -hmm. that exciting Mm -hmm. and we'll try and keep the tallies probably up there as well
0: and it's the holiday season so
1: um give us the gift of reviews (laughs) give us the gift of reviews okay so stay tuned for next episode i'm alex and i'm molly and And this this is potter Potter watch Watch. mischief managed
2: bum 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 bum